0: What's up, everybody? I'm Sarah. I'm Shauna. I'm Sam.
1: And I'm Bobby. And this is Speaking of Missing Persons. of speaking of missing persons and welcome to all the new listeners before we get started on today's episode a little bit of business check out our other shows we got two of them speaking of murders and speaking of hauntings if you like this make sure you're checking those out you'll probably like those too if you want to see photos associated with today's episode check out our socials they're all linked in our episode description and show description make sure you're uh Checking out the Patreon, we put out bonus episodes there every other Saturday, stuff like uh, murders that happened around celebrities, Heaven's Gate cult, werewolf trials, stuff like that. Um, So make sure you're subscribing to that and checking those out. And if you uh, know of a missing persons case that you want to hear on the show, make sure you're sending that to our email, missingmurderedhaunted at gmail.com. No spaces, no underscores, nothing like that. missingmurderedhaunted at gmail.com. all of that said, Shauna, tell us about A Missing Person.
0: You got it. Today we are going to talk about a girl named Caitlin Michelle Akins. Mm. Caitlin grew up in Caroline County, Virginia. Caitlin was described as fun and hardworking. She had a few tattoos and piercings when she grew Like, she had gotten these when she grew up, clearly. She was also known to change her hairstyle and color. At one point, it was blue. She was cutting it short and doing fun things with it. When she was in high school, at the age of 15, she had talked to her mom, Lisa, about graduating early, which is exactly what she did. So she worked twice as hard to graduate at the age of 16. She took both her junior and senior classes at the exact same time. Dang. It said she did this because she didn't like school but didn't want to be a dropout either. So she graduated with a high school diploma at 16.
1: That's impressive.
0: That is really impressive, and I didn't even know you could do that.
1: Yeah, I didn't either.
0: After graduating, she immediately started working and getting her life moving. Caitlin also grew up with a neighborhood best friend. Her name was Amber and they lived down the street from one another. When the girls were around 11, Amber's family had packed up and moved to Arizona. But they were still as close as ever and stayed in contact, even with the thousands of miles separating them. When the girls got older, their friendship changed into a romance.
1: All right. At the
0: age of 18, Caitlin had packed up and moved to Arizona to be with Amber. What year is this? Um... Well, she goes missing in two thousand fifteen, so two thousand fourteen.
1: Okay. You know what? Good for her out there, living her best life. She's not messing with high school. She's like, I am over it. Let's just get this over with. I am gonna throw in all of these classes and just knock it all out at once, graduate early, and then after that, she's like, you know what? I am going after some love. I am gonna follow my love. I mean, I'm move across the country.
0: Yeah, from all account, like all accounts of anyone talking about Caitlyn, she seemed like the sweetest, most fun-loving person you could be around. Not long after the move, Caitlin and Amber became engaged. The move didn't stop Caitlin from being super involved with her family's lives, who she was also extremely close with. So, uh, they said that they spoke every day, and it was weird if they didn't speak multiple times a day. She would just call to shoot the shit with them, just randomly. In 2015, Caitlin is 19 years old and wants to go to school to be a beautician because she was always doing her hair and her friends' hair and all that fun stuff. But she finds out that she needs her high school diploma to register, which is back in Virginia. She isn't mad about this though, because her sister had just given birth to her nephew.
1: So good reason to go back and visit anyway.
0: Right. So she plans a trip to go see her family and To get her diploma, Caitlin leaves Arizona December 1st, 2015 for Virginia. When she gets there, she goes to hang out with her family and even hangs out with a couple friends. She does, however, visit with old friends, which they were a couple. So it was a boy and a girl that were a couple. She does this on December 4th. She ends up staying the night at their house because they had been drinking and playing card games and just games in general, and no one wanted to drive anywhere. The next morning on December 5th, her friends drop her off at her mother's house pretty early in the morning because she was leaving for Arizona that day. When she gets there, she sees her mom and sister and nephew, and they all hang out, and she gushes over him. And... Everything seems fine. She gets a chance to say bye to them before she leaves. Everyone that did see her that morning said she seemed happy and was acting completely normal. And nothing seemed amiss with her at all. Caitlin's flight that day was at 5.40 p.m.
1: To head back to Arizona? Yeah. Okay.
0: Seeing that the airport was 50 miles from the family home and her mom had to work that day. Someone else had to drop Caitlyn off at the airport. Lisa took her to her ex stepdad James's house on her way to work, which is said that she, Lisa worked at either nine a.m. or eleven a.m.
1: So James is
0: Caitlyn's ex stepdad. So Lisa's so Lisa, ex husband. Okay. So on her way to work, she basically dropped Caitlyn off. James and Lisa got married when Caitlyn was seven, so he became like the main father figure in her life. It was said he was really involved in his stepdaughter's lives, both of them, and once Lisa and James had gotten a divorce, he started to only come around for big things that happened in the lot their lives, like big social events and things.
1: graduations, yeah. stuff like that.
0: Christmases, Thanksgivings, yeah, all that stuff. James thought taking Caitlin to the airport would be a good chance to, like, catch up with her, shoot the shit... And he, but he also had to work at 3 p.m. that day.
1: So he's going to have to drop her off at least a couple hours before her flight, no matter what.
0: Right. But her sister couldn't drive because she had just had a baby, so.
1: Like, right, right, right.
0: The plan was to just drop her off at the airport a couple hours before her flight, where she could just sit there and, you know, do nothing while he went in for his shift.
1: So, so far, everything seems like it's on the level. Like, everything's Right. It's, good.
0: A, it's a good plan, Hours after Caitlin is dropped off at James's house, he texts Lisa at 5.52 p.m. that he had dropped her off at the airport.
1: Now, he would have already been at work for almost an hour at that point, right? No,
0: he worked at 3 p.m.
1: Right, and... So,
0: two hours. No, he he texts her at 5.52. So, almost three
2: hours after his shift would have started.
1: Right, because the shift starts at 3, and he texts her right before 6.
0: No. What? No. You
1: said his shift starts at 3, and he texted Lisa at f- Oh, I, I'm sorry.
0: Are it's you meaning to one... say AM? No, it's 1.52 PM. Oh, not
1: 5.52. Oh. Yeah, one my You said
0: 5 like three sorry. times. <laughs> Dyslexia <laughs> is real. I was only reading one of those numbers. Nobody said it was fake. We're just saying that you said 5.52. No, and I understand dies. that. I didn't realize that I did, because I was like, no, he hasn't been at work at all.
1: So 1.52... So uh, basically, like, all right, I'm going to drop her off and then start heading to work.
0: Yeah, but that in itself is already strange to me because 50 miles it takes, as we'll learn later, it takes about 50 minutes to get from his house to the airport. Mm -hmm. He could have dropped her off at, I don't know, 2.
1: Well, no, that actually does make sense. If he works anywhere near his house— he, and he dropped her off at 2. Yeah,
0: why would he want he, to? Okay, he would
1: be at work, you know, 10 minutes early, 15 okay, minutes early. Okay, I'm going to
0: skip ahead a little bit in my story. He didn't drop her off at 1.52 p.m. Mm-hmm. He dropped her off at 1 p.m. Oh, and then. And was at his house when he texted this.
1: Gotcha. To
0: Lisa. Well, maybe he just
2: took her and came back home to get ready. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know about you, but the anxiety of being somewhere on time, I will show up three hours early to something. Like if you, if I had to do that, I probably would have sent her, took her to the airport like two hours before my shift, just in case you hit traffic, traffic, you get into a car accident, something hits, like comes up out of the blue. You still want to get to work on time. You still need to shower. You need to eat whatever you got to do. You get plenty of leeway
0: time that's the shit li- to shit. That's to the Libra in us. <laughs> yeah, I'm no, not I like that. that. I'm late at everything. Yes, we do. While I panic <laughs> the entire time that I'm late. I'm that's, like, shit, I'm already five minutes late. That's the difference between a Libra and a Taurus. <laughs> and we then, understand you're late to everything. But and then I'm would... calculating at what point I'm driving am I going to get to where I'm going. <laughs> It would make perfect sense,
2: though, in my head for him to drop her off at one o'clock if he had to work at three. Yeah. Just to give himself enough time to get home, do whatever needed to be
0: done and get ready without having to rush. And especially if she was dropped off with him between nine and eleven, because you said some people said nine, some people said eleven. Like he they probably hung out for a little bit. He's her. Ex-stepfather has to be a little bit awkward. They right. probably hung out, and she was like, okay, well, you can just take me to the airport now kind of a deal. Yeah,
1: I don't see anything that really seems out of the normal weird about any of this. She no. gets there, they hang out, they catch up, he drops her off a couple hours early, heads back home, get ready for work.
2: Okay, continue your story. He messages Lisa at 1.52, saying he just dropped her off.
1: Yeah,
0: that okay. he had
2: dropped her off at the airport.
0: Lisa uh, then asked him if the traffic was bad. He said no. Okay. okay. Traffic was fine. Caitlin then sends her mom a text that says, at the airport, battery dying, won't be able to text for a bit. And she sent this at 2 p.m., so eight minutes after uh, James had sent his text. Okay. Lisa told her to let her know when she got on the plane. Caitlin then sends. A text to Amber that says, something's going on waiting for a new flight. Okay. Why would she text Amber at two saying that her flight was canceled when she's still, she's at the airport. I'm using air quotes. And her flight's not until 5.40. Because something could have happened to that specific plane. Okay. <sighs> because Caitlin's text didn't feel normal and seemed slightly cryptic, Amber sends Lisa a text asking about it. That's when everybody starts to get a little worried because it just wasn't making sense for the way that she would have texted them. They couldn't understand why Caitlin wouldn't be getting on her flight either. She had also stopped answering her phone call, like phone calls and text messages. And they kept sending her messages, like telling them, telling her that they were worried and they just wanted her to call to do like a quick check in. About this time, Lisa doesn't know what else to do, so she calls James to see if he can give her more information about what actually happened when he dropped Caitlin off. James tells Lisa at this point he dropped her off at the Springfield Mall near the JCPenney entrance and gave her $20 to take the metro to the airport. She didn't want to have to sit at the airport for hours waiting on her flight. Lisa wasn't sure why he would do that because that wasn't the plan and he had told lisa that caitlin had asked him to do that and according to lisa though caitlin had never rode the metro alone and didn't even know how okay yeah but i mean i i know it looks suspicious but at the same time i could see if the mall was close to there she's 19 yeah but at the same time then why the fuck did he text her the first time and say hey dropped her off at the airport." Maybe because it wasn't the plan and he didn't want her mom to worry that she was at the mall. I don't know. I'm not trying to defend anybody. I'm just saying there is logical explanations. I mean, yeah. So that didn't make her feel any better about the situation. In fact, now she is just pissed at James for not making sure she was at the airport safe and that she wasn't going to miss her flight. She just wanted, all she wanted was for James to take her to the airport and make sure that she was in the airport while lisa was driving home from work in two separate messages back to back at 7 15 caitlin texts lisa saying staying with a friend need time alone lisa pulled over and called caitlin but the phone went straight to voicemail giving the impression that she had turned it off after sending this message this strikes Lisa as odd because Caitlin's fi- flight was at 5.40 p.m. and she te- the text didn't come in until 7.15 p.m. So that's two, almost two hours after her flight. It also wasn't like Caitlin to not pick up the phone and on top of that, the texts she was sending still weren't normal texts for Caitlin. So now Lisa's is at odds. She doesn't know what to do and what's going on with her daughter or where she's at, so she is freaking out. At the same time Lisa got those texts from Amber, or from Caitlin, Amber gets messages on Facebook Messenger that says she couldn't come back because she had cheated on her. Amber agreed when asked that this wasn't a normal way for Caitlin to text anybody. So they're basically going through their head going, well, maybe someone else is using her phone. Everyone is f- still freaking out because that morning, Caitlin was good. She seemed to have, like she was fine. And now she was just jumping ship on her whole life. Like, it just didn't make sense to them. Right. Not knowing what else to do, Lisa called the airlines to see if she had boarded the plane. And they told her she never even checked in. But did they s- say the plane was not canceled? No, it wasn't. Okay, so see, now... The plane still took off. The flight was FI-45, but she never checked in for it. Okay, so something clearly happened to her from the time her mom dropped her off with James James until 2 p.m., roughly. 1 p.m. 1 p.m. Wanting to just get the story from James one more time, Lisa drove to his house and asked him in person. When she got there, he gave the exact same story. Drove her to the mall, dropped her off, gave her money for the metro. She was supposed to catch that to the airport. I drove home. That's the story. For the rest of the night, the family just on repeat were calling and texting her trying to get a hold of her. But they were unsuccessful. Her mom called to report her missing on the morning of the 6th, but she was told Caitlin's messages pointed to her walking away from her life, so there was nothing they could do. After two days, so on the 7th, so this is Monday now, Lisa had had enough and went to file a missing persons report at her county police station because technically... Even though she went missing in Springfield, that was the last place she was like Lisa had seen Caitlin.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: While there, they were telling her the same thing. It was useless. Caitlin probably doesn't want to be found, but plot twist: While Lisa was still in the police station, she got pulled into a room where she was told Caitlin's luggage was found in a drainage ditch on the side of the road not far from the hometown, within five miles. From uh, her house, from her hometown. Oh, shit.
1: I'm wondering how far away from James's house it was. Yeah.
0: He lived, I, my thing is, if the airport was 50 miles away from her home, he had to have lived in the same town because it was also 50 miles from his home.
1: So they probably lived fairly close. So Mm -hmm. it would have been probably roughly around, you know, the same distance from his house as it was from hers, depending on which direction. But either way, it's. Not going to be that big of a difference, maybe a mile and or two. And
0: obviously, if her luggage is found only five miles away, the question is how far away is the mall? The mall is closer to the airport. Okay, so something happened to her way before she even made it to a mall. If that's she did. we're speculating. If that's suspect. That's the what mall. I'm saying. Right. Like this, this is where she just it gets confusing on which, uh. Theory, you take. All right. A wheel was broken on it like it had been thrown out of a moving car. It had all of her important items, wallet and bank cards. etc. And etc. Probably underwear. No. <laughs> because. <laughs> what, what kind of luggage was hold this? Hold on. I'm getting there. But her clothes, phone, and high school diploma were gone. So it was just that empty suitcase. With her wallet, bank cards, and toothbrush. But all of her clothes and
2: phone Phone and and high school diploma were gone. Were
0: gone. Well, that's
2: odd. That's odd. That's weird. That makes
0: it seem like she was abducted, not murdered. Yeah, That literally makes it seem like, okay, we're going to let you keep your clothes and they yeah, like she's being held hostage. Yeah. Yeah, but why would they let her keep her phone? And what's with the high school diploma? Not that Not
2: she's keeping her phone, no. but they have her phone, whoever they are
0: have her phone and they're the ones sending these messages cuz obviously they don't sound like her, which I never understood that. If you're going to go through the trouble of using my phone To talk to other people. Reread my text messages. Yeah, exactly. Why wouldn't you read a couple text messages and see how I respond? So you don't look like a complete idiot when. Okay, it's better that they don't. But I understand that, but I'm just saying. The fact that the diploma is gone now has her family kind of questioning if she really did just up and leave her life because that's what she needed to go to school. Yeah, but she would have also needed an ID. That was my thought process. Especially first off, I don't understand Unless why she had a passport they didn't know about or something. Well, she had to have had a passport to. I guess no. you don't have to have a passport to fly within the United States. Well, you do now, but you didn't.
2: Since when do you now? You don't have to have a full passport to you fly have to have within. You ID. have to have the real ID in order to fly within the U.S. Yeah, that's a whole thing. They're they were trying to for a while to make it a thing to. To where you had to have particular passports to travel between states, like certain states. But now you have to have the real ID, yeah, whatever sure. the difference is in that, in order to fly within the U.S.
0: All right, anyway, this just shows. But the, the thing is,
2: though, it's a lot easier to just go into a DMV and get a new driver's license than it is to go request a new copy of your diploma and transcripts. I feel it's like. actually.
0: I mean, not. In 2015, it wouldn't have been because you could just go on your school's website and ask for that. Because I've had to do it. Another. Well, here's the thing about that. And if we're thinking about this in 2015, in 2015, well, at least in our state, you needed your whole life to get a fucking driver's license. You needed a social security card, birth well, certificate, still need all that stuff. <laughs> Shot us your whole life. You do. You really did. You do. A piece of mail, a birth certificate, social security card. Right. So, not
2: that easy to (laughs) get. Right. You still need all of those. So, I mean, it would have been hard. Three
1: generations up. It would have been. Mothers, your grandmothers, your great grandmothers. Okay.
2: Technically, more difficult to get a new ID.
0: Yeah. And then you have all your bank cards, which people could just take. That also tell whose fucking luggage this is. Like, if she was kidnapped, I get why they're now questioning this. If she was kidnapped, why the fuck would they leave all of her information behind? I don't know. Okay. Well, maybe because they don't care. I mean, that's true. They, I mean, maybe they were just literally like, no, we don't want to buy you new clothes. Oh, but we'll buy you a new toothbrush. I mean, maybe. They are only a dollar. But now... So we have Caitlin's parent, like, family who's questioning whether or not she just up and left her life. But now the police are taking this shit more seriously. Well, yeah. They're like, oh shit, that's fucking weird. I don't know. That would not... If I was her family, that would not make me think that she I left her I think on it was just own. a question in the back of their head. Like... Is it a possibility? Because you never know. So the police they they are taking it more seriously. So they use helicopters with infrared to search a thirty mile radius of where her her stuff was found, and they come up empty handed. They also start doing interviews at this point. Detective Marshall takes this case. He starts with James, and James gives the exact same story he had told Lisa. To a T. Never a good plan. Never a good plan to tell the story word for word. Well, yeah, because then every you, you know time. that it's scripted. Right. Um, my
2: whole thing is if he dropped her off at the mall, wouldn't he have been concerned that she didn't have her luggage with her? Right. And, uh, <laughs> like,
0: wouldn't the mall. Seems a little strange. Wouldn't the mall at this point at least have outdoor security cameras. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're Cameras getting there. inside each store. We're getting there. This isn't like it's the 90s. It's... Yeah, it's 2015. Okay, we're getting there. So now Marshall is thinking maybe she went to meet someone at the mall. So he decides to pull the security cameras. But at the same time he was doing this... They had found a dead body in a car that had sort of matched Caitlin's description. So they like abandoned ship on the, the cameras at the time until they actually found out that this girl's name was Heather.
1: And let me guess, by the time they get back to the cameras, they've been taped over? No. Wouldn't have shocked me. No, me neither.
0: Yeah, that's where my head was going. Basically, though, with this whole Heather thing, they thought that maybe there was a serial killer. Okay, but I can it, see that. But it had turned out that Heather had just been uh, involved in a love triangle that went bad. They also had tried to connect Caitlyn and Heather every way possible and couldn't. They just couldn't. Even after they found out about the love triangle, they still tried. They couldn't. Marshall, Detective Marshall, then starts to figure out exactly what Caitlyn had done that day. Like, he still, for, he's still forgetting about the cameras for half a second he then so while he's doing that so he's retracing steps basically while he's doing that he learns that caitlin had indeed stayed the night at her friend's house on the 4th they all got drunk and had a a threesome together so she did cheat on amber which means that the message to amber about cheating was actually the truth So now they're thinking that she actually was the one sending these messages.
1: Not necessarily, because if she told James about this.
0: Yeah, I'm just saying that was their thought process. So this was caused to check to see if she had sent any other messages on Facebook that day. And they find one on the morning she disappeared that she had sent to somebody. It doesn't say who. And it said, I don't want to be here and I don't want to be there. So she doesn't want to be in Virginia or Arizona. Okay. And right. that was before she was dropped off to James. Uh, it just said in the morning. So probably. Probably. Or while she was at James's. So that's
2: interesting, though. Yeah, that. She did actually cheat. So that's been confirmed. And there's a confirmed text of her saying she didn't want to be in either state.
0: That's why I'm saying this is where so she gets weird. That's
2: odd.
1: Okay. Actually, kind of makes me a little less suspicious of James. Yeah, right. Me too. My, I was like, you know, maybe laser focused because on he's what I'm thinking one. is it maybe could be he, he
2: just helped her like disappear. Well, no, I was
1: thinking maybe that was he a, did. That was a
0: theory. Maybe he did drop her off at the mall. Someone else picked her up, and on the way back into town, she threw her luggage out of the freaking window. Yeah,
2: that. Or as he was driving her out of town, she maybe
0: dumped her luggage. So detectives had the same theory you did that maybe she came back into town with James and then tossed out her luggage. So they start doing stakeouts of the town and never see her. Yeah, it doesn't mean she didn't do it. She just didn't stay in that place. I don't. Cops also pull her phone records because at this point, it's been two weeks since she went missing. And that's when they see the first text she had sent her mom at 2 p.m. on the 5th had pinged a cell tower just five miles from where her luggage was found. Okay. They decide to go to the mall cameras now, and they had asked James for pictures of his Jeep to see if they could spot it in the video, and he provided them. But they never saw the Jeep, Caitlin, or him at the mall. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And it was said that they went through hours and hours and hours of the small footage. Um, This brings them to search the cameras of everywhere James said she was or was going. Like, you know, the metro, the airport, all of that. None of those cameras picked her up either. James was asked to take a lie detector test December 29th. He got a lawyer and then denied doing it. Like he said he would and then lawyered up and then was like, yeah, no. Well, I'm sure the lawyer said uh Yeah, no. you're not Absolutely. doing that. <laughs> yeah. So, which I can't fault the man for getting a lawyer. It's never a bad idea to get a lawyer if you're becoming a suspect in something or
2: to decline taking the lie detector test. Right. Okay, so
0: this is where uh I feel like James starts to look shady, but again, who knows. So, they decide to subpoena his phone records. Okay. Which shows that he was in his house when he texted Lisa, which was doable because, like I said, he lived 50 miles from the the airport mall area. He dropped her off at 1 p.m. and was back by 1.50 p.m., so entirely doable. Now, what was weird is the only place James' phone had pinged that day was the cell tower by his house. Meaning he was at his house the entire day. So he never left his house. He never let his it, left his house. His
1: phone never left his house.
0: Okay. Yeah, his but phone. think about this. Think about this. But
1: the, uh, I'm just going to hypothesize something real quick.
0: I mean, I'm sitting here right now without a phone.
1: <laughs> well, I'm just saying if... He decides to take her, they get her on the road, and he's like, oh, shit, I left my phone at home. That would explain why he gets home at one fifty, and then texts, hey, I dropped her off mm-hmm. at one fifty two.
0: Right. Right. Okay, ready, go. Hypothesize that he never went to work that day.
1: He didn't go to work? No.
0: Like, it's proven his- He never clocked- his- Yeah, he never clocked in for work that day. Never showed up. Did he call them? Never said, but he never went. Interesting. That's what makes him look weird. Is his phone for every time he had used his phone. That's the thing. Back then, phones didn't have location on them. So to ping a tower, they had to physically be used.
1: There was GPS on phones at that point. Yeah, yeah but they, they, wasn't, they like, weren't like
0: location, you, like where it was just on all the time. I see time. what she's saying. Like, if your phone was literally just laying there and nothing was happening on it, it wouldn't be pinging. Off of a cell phone tower. Yeah, I don't know. It would now. Yeah, well, now it would. I think it would
1: have been because think about the, I don't know anything the about original technology. iPhone, like the iPhone and iPhone 3G. That was 2008. That was seven years before this missing or before this disappearance happened.
0: Yeah, I know. But I think and even cases we've looked at that were around the same time, they can't track the phone to an spot once it's
1: like. In 2015, not being used. I'm pretty sure I still had a Note 3. Note 3, Note 4 was out at that point. And there's, I mean, that was, you're using GPS on your phone to get places all over the place at that point. Like, smartphones are a thing.
0: Yeah, and no, we, I like, we, yeah. no, that's not what I'm saying, that smartphones weren't a thing. The thing about it was, was think about it, though. If you were to use maps on your phone back then, you would have to type in the location where you wanted to start. And it wasn't like now where I could just be like, oh, use my location, which would ping a tower. Yeah.
2: 2015 seems like so long ago. (laughs) It It does does seem like a really long
0: time ago, but I see what Shauna is saying. I mean, I could be entirely wrong, but from my understanding, that's why they believe so hard that he was at his house that entire day is because. Every time his phone was used, it pinged the tower next to his house.
1: Well, yeah. If they're saying it was used and that's where it pinged, then that's that. That's it's not even a debatable matter because it's pinging as it's being used. But if it's idly pinging without use, then it stands to reason that his phone, he could have left and forgotten his phone. I mean, so that, you're right. That's that's. Yeah,
0: but that would like mean all that was happening to his phone that, that during that time was he was getting like alerts or I mean emails yeah emails or-, or you never know if he was there or not based on that. But the fact that he didn't go into work kind of that's extra sketchy. It is weird that he's know, that I'm- his cell phone is proving that it never left his house. He never dropped her off at a mall, meaning he never took her there. Why the fuck did he drop her off at one anywhere if he never even went to work at three? Well, the thing is, if he was caught on no video anywhere near the mall, and she was not caught on any video at the mall or after the mall, yeah, he looks suspicious. I'm going to end it real quick so we can... Your size here, detective searched Is his the word in- theorize. Uh, theorize. It theorize. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> I'm making my own language buckle up. detective searched his property and found nothing like not a fucking thing, okay. And that's it's not where, shocking. That's where I'm going to leave you because that was the I mean, last did piece Did they of search was... his car too, though? Were there they any... They searched everything. They searched his entirety, his entire property, his house, his car. They even actually confiscated all of his electronics and shit. They searched everything and found it... nothing. I feel like I'm going with the maybe he helped her. That's how... Yeah. Honestly, I feel like... If he He, was, like, a loving, good stepfather and she was, like, in need and depressed and wanted to leave, maybe he helped her. I will throw the wrench in your story here. Just a little bit. It's not my story. It's your story. No, I meant your theory. I'll throw a wrench in your theory for just a half a second. He could have put a stop to all this by just telling them that she literally... Yeah, but if he swore to her, he would not No, tell. I'm talking about the police because then the police would have just stopped looking.
2: Yeah, but even then yeah. a lot of people won't even tell the police because that's still going against their word. Like I don't know.
0: It could be a very sketchy situation. This but one is like iffy. Like yeah, parts of me are like he did it. And then other parts of me are like, okay, well maybe he just helped her leave. Right.
1: I don't know about whether or not He did it, but I do think he knows more than he's letting. Oh, he
0: definitely knows more than he's
2: telling. Absolutely, there's just what does he know? There's a lot more to. I dropped her off at the mall at one. I gave her twenty dollars for the metro, and I came home. There's a lot more than that, but that also sounds like something worked out. Like to say, like if anybody asks, this is what happened, and he is not straying from that,
0: right? I mean, maybe his lawyer knows that he knows, like, knows that he had helped. Like, maybe he actually told his lawyer. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, I doubt it. Who knows? Who knows? It I... just
2: seems very strange, especially since the morning text messages definitely came from her, because right. she was, and it was more proven... than likely with her mom at that time.
0: And it was proven that she had a threesome. That she did actually cheat
2: on her girlfriend. I mean and coming I could to see virginia see her just like going like having a fucking breakdown panic and being like i just
0: need to disappear and process yeah now why she hasn't ever been like come forward since then kind of strange that's strange if, i
2: don't know if all she did was cheat on her girlfriend yeah kind of weird that she's still
0: technically missing and not speaking to her mother at least right or wanting to see her nephew I don't, yeah, it's all very, I keep going back and forth inside my head. Like, That's did weird. he, yeah, I don't know.
1: I, I don't know. I don't get the vibe that he did anything. I get the vibe that he helped her disappear of her own free will. That's just the vibe I'm getting from it.
0: Yeah, I mean, kinda. That's like the way I'm kinda leaning, but at the same time, it is weird that she would just ditch her family forever and
2: unless there's more to this that we don't know right that there's more behind the scenes stuff
1: that the police haven't uh, released or that that
2: the family's unwilling to talk about
0: i don't know okie dokie all right at the time that she had went missing on december 5th 2014 she had blonde hair blue eyes She was 5'4 and weighed 122 pounds. She had five butterflies tattooed on her left forearm.
1: She went missing in
0: December. Yeah,
1: you said 2005.
0: I'm sorry. She went missing December 5th. December
1: 5th, 2014.
0: She went missing December 5th, 2015. (laughs) 15. Okay. Butterfly tattoos tattooed on her left forearm and a tattoo of whatever the fuck this is. Three red star bursty, three red stars bursting on her top, on the top that of her foot. That means they're like have the flames Ex- like behind exploding them. stars. Yeah. Okay. Um, she also wears was wearing dark framed glasses at the time. I will say because I didn't. Uh, her mom, in, in a video, is quoted saying that she really loved butterflies. And that apparently the color yellow is for the missing. And her mom always sees like monarch butterflies and things now. If you have any information on Caitlin, please call the Spotsylvania County Sheriff's Office at 540-582-7115.
1: All right. Well, if you uh, enjoyed today's episode, let us know. Leave us a five-star review. Leave a comment. Share the episode with someone you know. Um, Like I said at the beginning, if you know of a missing person case you want to hear on the show, send that to our email, missingmurderedhaunted.com. Or, I'm sorry, missingmurderedhaunted at (laughs) gmail.com.
0: We're all just fucking it up
2: today. I mean, you can go to missingmurderedhaunted.com as well and message us there too.
1: (laughs) So does anyone have anything else they want to add in?
0: No. I'm conflicted on this story. Yeah, me too. I think this is the first one where I'm, like, not convinced either way.
2: Right. It could be, but I don't know. But it also, uh, maybe, yeah. This one's left me conflicted.
1: Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. All right. Well, make sure you come back next week for another episode of Speaking of Missing Persons. See y'all next week. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.